previously on follow the leader uh today we're playing wander home by possum creek games for those of you who are new to this game here are the basics inside this book that you hold in your hands is the start of a new journey together we'll set forth into a world of grassy fields mossy shrines herds of bumblebees rabbits and sundresses geckos with suspenders starry night skies and the most beautiful sunsets you can imagine where will we go what will we see We'll have to find out together. My character's name is Sunny Rose. She, her pronouns. Um, I'm playing the firelight. Um, it is easy to get lost in the darkness and the deep. The firefly at your side will always guide the way. You are alive. Your care is forward-thinking, mutual, and shining bright. And uh, I am a capybara. So I'll be playing uh, Parker Young, uh, uses he-they pronouns. Um, his playbook is The Fool. Uh, life is an adventure, and there's never shame in learning new things. You are alive. Your care is silly, naive, and more profound than most expect. Parker is an African fat-tailed gecko. I have made Tuesday uh, twos for short way. They, he pronouns, uh, for Tuesday I've chosen the poet. So, for the poet, the song of the world is a poem that can be captured by ink and paper, if only you could find the right words. You are alive. Your care is eloquent, observant, and occasionally overwrought. Uh, the animal I've based them off of is a whippoorwill. And I am playing the shepherd. Herds of chubby bumblebees can be found across the hay. And tending to these flocks is simple, honest work. You are alive. Your care is measureless, watchful, and gentle. I am playing Theo Delaney, uh, who uses they them pronouns, who in this life is a blue mole border collie. Um, those typical splotches that you've come to associate with them in various other lives are very much present here. We now return to your game, already in progress. So my next question is, how are people getting ready for Reflections Day? I mean, it's not here yet, but it's coming. Mm, I think, for twos, I noticed that one of the traditions there is journaling for what this place does and doesn't do. So I think most especially now, Especially from that perch on high, where they can see folks milling in and out of the tavern amongst the graveyard and along the lake. Um, they've been taking both sort of 
just scribbles of what they see and writing small notes here and there about the types of people that they can see passing through from above. With regards to the two traditions that Slice doesn't engage in, given what we've established so far, I feel like obviously throwing our worries into the river isn't one of them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't like fasting, especially given what the holiday is about, like considering the party read making amends, I think other stuff fits better. So I'd like to maybe like cast aside fasting and that leaves like moments of silence, huge feast, a greeting, a conversations with people you haven't seen any in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of it is like, the biggest potluck you've ever seen. And maybe the tavern isn't just like, maybe the community all lives in here. It is an inn, yes. Visitors can stay there. But what if it's like this whole massive community that live around this place that tend the graveyard, that look after the land around here? Um, and so like there's this the sounds of like cooking in the days coming up, like people doing massive meal prep, um, mm. but also like fixing up clothes, like, cause you want to look your best or do you want to look like people you haven't seen in a while? Like it's a lot of memory based things and like trying to capture, what that? It's, it's about reflection, isn't it? So maybe it's like you deliberately find something old to wear and you, but you make sure it's, suitable like it's tidy it's ready to go may i suggest uh that the warrens actually extend way further than most people think Mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of the community lives so like a lot of rabbits a lot of moles Mm -hmm. um gophers that kind of yeah yeah voles the borrowers yeah do you think like people at the end get conscripted to help with food prep? Yeah, absolutely. I think partly because there are just so many people that are out there in the Warrens that you Mm -hmm. kind of need to have a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And I'm sure, too, like, along with that comes digging up the roots that people can eat or finding other sources out among the grounds up above Mm -hmm. just to make sure there's enough for everyone. I don't know if willow fronds are actually edible, but I'm imagining there's like some sort of special stew with uh, the willow fronds that uh, gets made. Mm-hmm. It's literally just occurring to me um, that it's a tavern in a willow tree and that willow bark is one of the best things for a headache. Yeah. And just like <laughs> fucking ablution, uh, your alcohol and your hangover cure in the same place. It's just, you never need to leave. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm just very fun. amused by that. Um, I'm trying to think about what this um, special greeting could be for Reflections Day. I've had you in your thought, or I've had you in my thoughts and you in mine. That is good. Yeah. Open to other thoughts, too. <laughs> yeah, do you have any uh, 
Any particular thoughts about Reflections Day, Anya? Um, I think that Sunny specifically uses it for quiet moments. Um, but I do think once everyone in the end starts, like, getting conscripted into helping, she's, like, all about that shit. <laughs> Just like, fuck yeah, big meal, let's do this. You can't stop Grandma from feeding you until you're absolutely stuffed. Grandma's too powerful. Stop praying for my grandma. <laughs> stop praying for my grandpa. <laughs> He's too powerful. Cool. So I think maybe we get a montage a little bit of like a cutaway underground so we can see into some of the rooms in the Warren and you can see the little tiny bunnies being herded around by their parents making uh maybe making like some sort of candies like little uh little colorfully wrapped candies because that's something to keep the kids hands occupied while the parents make their the rest of the feast and we kind of pan up through the various levels of the warren and we see people making bread and we see people roasting tubers and you know making teas out of roots that have to steep for you know several days as we get into the areas where guests uh can stay we see those guests getting press ganged uh by the locals and i don't think that it's like something that everybody has to do but it's one of those things where if you're gonna be here you know it's a possibility so like I don't think I don't think this catches us unawares either and we just keep panning up and then we've got the tavern which is just absolutely bustling with activity although you've got Rizzo in the corner kind of you know being one of those layabouts and somehow artfully dodging everybody who tries to make him do a thing for for this um we've got emmanuel on the stage probably singing a work song to keep everybody on task and we go further up uh into the the branches of the willow you've got people you know clipping some of the leaves artfully pruning them, taking the clippings back down to the kitchens. And, you know, you've got people who are still hanging out, looking over the lake, trying to see what they can see with Reflections Day uh, on the on the horizon. Love it. Yeah. I think when the day rolls around, twos especially, having been taking clippings and writings and uh, sketches of people passing through, um, to those that were up on the deck, they would do small readings and demonstrations of what it is that they scribbled out to others, just to sort of preen and show off their work to a potential new audience. And that's the sound of me taking a token for taking pride in the work. Hey. I think Emmanuel, like, kind of slides up to you. Um, if you don't mind me taking Emmanuel, babe. Yeah. I just think I, I'm I'm imagining Emmanuel just kind of like, you know, sauntering over and uh being I'm like French accent, August. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't I was joking. I, I was would have loved to hear you try, but no no no, I am 
being facetious. You're good. Yeah, I I had no no prep. It it would be awful. Um, um, I don't want to subject our listeners to that or you, but mostly our listeners. <laughs> but uh, he's just like, so I heard that uh, you're a wordsmith friend. Well, I think I've been the one telling that myself. And I heard you're the one crooning every night. You found a way away from the stage for a bit. Oh, you know, can't all work and no play makes one a dull frog. But I say that and I'm coming over here for work purposes. I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a poet myself sometimes, but... I'll level with you. I like what I've been hearing of your work. And I was thinking, maybe uh, my voice and your words might be a good combination. A few lines for a song. If you're so inclined. Well, I was about to say I don't know to who I own the honor, but it's very clear. Sure. I think I can spare some ink in my pen for a verse or two. Fantastic. And Emmanuel kind of like claps his hands together and uh, looks pleased as punch um, and goes on to say, I'd like to collect words from people who pass through and it's, I appreciate you being willing to honor me with yours. Yeah, Tuzel nod. You don't mind if I ask our a close friend of mine about <laughs> this and that about you, do you? Oh, it doesn't have to be about me. It can be about your travels. It can be about yourself. It can be about the birds and the bumbles. Just so long as it comes from the heart. I'll take that poetic license freely, then. Just don't be too surprised with what turns up on your stage. Oh, I've been around long enough. I don't think much can surprise me anymore. And he winks. Well, then you'll have it. Two or three quality verses delivered to the stage. And you can count on that in, uh, let's say, by the end, when I stop getting pulled around to this and that and that and that other. I look forward to it. And I look forward to hearing your voice. He starts scribbling and humming. <laughs> and it's not... It's not as uh, cultivated as Emmanuel's voice, but it's not the roughest among the bunch either. And now Tooze has also been press-ganged into doing uh, doing prep for the festivities. Huh. Hmm. How, are, uh, how are Theo and Parker doing with the crowds and, and the obligations? Uh, I think Theo... Rather than being involved in the cooking and the meal prep, has offered to turn their hands to uh, repairing clothes and things of that nature. Um, sitting out with the flock, I need to stop calling it a flock, uh, too, too biblical, but I don't care for it. Uh, <laughs> it's a herd. Like cows, good. Um, 
I blame being raised culturally Christian. Fuck it. Anywho, that's not important. What's important is the visual of uh, this being like perched on um, this little hillock on the edge of the graveyard. Um, this sort of like small pile of mending uh, across their lap. A spool of thread, like the spool is like in the uh, bib pocket of their overalls, so it just like keeps on coming as they sew, uh, humming a little as they work. Every so often, just having to gently nudge a bumble away in the way that cats do when you're trying to do anything. Just like, no. Just go on my lap if you must, but you cannot headbutt my hand right now. I'm using it. Um, but with like, regardless of how many times it happens, just like infinitely patient when it comes to these bugs. And just, there is, the, the while the days are still warm, it's the stifling heat of summer has passed and is just sort of enjoying the liberty of being here. And the tranquility of this place. It's very different to a lot of places that Theo's had to be. They aren't interested in seeking out their reflection. uh, Or finding out what the lake has to show them. But a task they can do with their hands. And, you know, encouraging any of the children that might be nearby... Um, that yes, it is okay. The the bumbles are friendly. Please, um, gesture like doing a little nudge of butterscotch, who will accept head pats from anyone. Um, and just the people that Theo might have to apologise to aren't here. Um, so these sort of like acts of kindness and help that they can do, uh, they're sort of taking a little of refuge in that cool i think parker is kind of low-key thriving um because like they came from an environment that was disposed to chaos and disorganization and i think that they're enjoying this like little taste of home um with all of the hubbub and hustle and bustle like there's lots to do there's lots to see there's lots that parker can be helping with and i think that uh he i don't think that he's like a great cook or anything but i think that neary can like get him in the kitchen and mm-hmm. finds that he's like quite serviceable at taking direction. Mm-hmm. So I know one of the things that Parker's afraid that they're not is useful, but in this moment, like they take great pride in being able to, to be useful and be helpful. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm now just imagining Sunny with, like, a gaggle of people that 
you know, tried to get Sunny to to help, but it tur- Sunny turned it back around on them, and now Sunny's the one in charge of making meal <laughs> preparations. <laughs> Love that for her. <sighs> she likes it too. Ooh. So is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, please you. I was just going to ask: Is it Reflections Day now? I think so. Yeah. So the last day of Breathe here is Reflections Day, a day for considering the past year, making amends, and forgiving others and yourself. I think, if I'm not mistaken, everyone has some special things that they can do during each holiday too, right? Mm-hmm. It's the last page of each playbook. I think I did mine, but how about the rest of y'all? What did you do? Um, I know I can do some fun stuff with my Firefly. Ooh, fun firefly stuff? Yeah, let me, I'm scrolling. There's, um, so I could teach my firefly something new that they can always do. Or I could learn from your firefly an important life lesson and get a new thing you can always do from any playbook. Um, what if I choose that I, uh, learn something new from my firefly? Um, and I'm looking at the peddler, Ooh. and I'm looking at, um, know someone who can help is something I can always do. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, and I think this comes about from, like, Sunny putting herself out there, and, um, I think she feels more comfortable with Stormy by her side, and so, um, the two of them just kind of becoming a large part of this um, thing that they didn't expect. Nice. Yeah, suddenly you have to get to know a lot of people very quickly and know who's in charge of what, right? Yeah. Mm, I think for Theo, um, what I'm going to do is take an unused playbook and add as much as you want from that playbook to yours. Ooh. And what this looks like, I just need to, there you go, and so many pages. Ah. <laughs> the playbook I am going to pull from is The Guardian. Ooh. Because um, I'm going to riff on one of these, but um, there is a... Um, and I think what it is, is over the course of the festivities, or the day, however you want to think about it. So, as the day falls, and um, the herd is happily merry while like doing that, they, they're, they're sort of like settling down for the night themselves. And Theo is taking a walk. A stranger comes up to them um a hooded individual incredibly tall who almost seems to be floating um pulled back the curtain imagine a big lunar moth but like wearing a cloak so it's just like the little fluffy looking antenna like peeping out the top and the rustle of 
um, the wings beneath this diaphanous looking cloak and uh, this mysterious stranger uh, one normal sort of dark one a brilliant not white but gold like the moon that reflects down into the lake hands Theo a small bundle and says to them Shepherd, you carry much with you that you needn't and have not taken up things that you might have out of fear. It does you credit, but also you need to remember the holiday and be kinder to yourself. Let yourself have the things that you want. And Theo is very confused. Um, and then the little bundle that they've been handed starts to wriggle. Um, and I'll let you guys decide what little baby creature they've just been given. Because this is fun and a collaborative story. But. Theo has just been entrusted with a ward. Looks up. It's just like, I, I don't... I, I'm not the right person for this. And the stranger is just like, don't be ridiculous, Theo Delaney. You're exactly the right person. I'm like, pats them on the cheek. And the the baby um, pulls on the front of Theo's overalls, and they look down. And this kid's looking at him with big eyes, and they accept this charge. And when they go to look up, the moth is gone. And. Theo is left holding this baby. One of y'all needs to decide what it is. I'm looking up varietals of deer. <laughs> okay. As you do during many games. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As I do so very often. Ba baby deer's a fawn, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my brain completely blank, but just like, okay, uh, is holding this little fawn. Just like. Two's is going to love this. Uh, <laughs> and turns and heads to look for their traveling party. And uh, this fawn starts to like, has got a handful of uh, Theo's fur. And is just like trying to like shove it uh, into its mouth. And they're just like. Worse than the bumbles. <laughs> um, and sounds immediately sort of like endeared as uh, they go looking for their friends. I will say a pronghorn. All right. I'll get a picture of that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Izzy, this one's for you. You enjoy this. Corey didn't even know. What did I not know? 
uh, our friend uh, Izzy uh, Diz or Sir thing. <laughs> oh, look at look at that baby. That's yeah. a baby right there. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. What a great little <laughs> face. It. Here, here's another. Right. Put this one of one not in motion. <laughs> oh. oh, I need to give this baby a trait. Um, yeah, a lot of traits. I think this fawn um, uh, is, is it lacustic? Um, uh, the I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. The one where, like, there's the fur is super pale, or the feathers, or whatever. Like, it's not like full albinism, um, but yeah, the opposite of melanistic. Yeah. But this child is luminescent. So, Love it. And I think uh, when she gets a little older, um. She'll be able to do some things. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, like, and because of how big the moon is and how bright it is and the reflection off the lake, I don't think Theo notices until get they get inside. Uh, now, this kid definitely kind of glows a little bit. <laughs> it's like, huh. Okay. Okie dokie. Hmm. Just a glowing kid. Just like that sort of, like a nightlight. Like that very soft, ambient sort of light. Like in a, bri in a brightly lit room, you wouldn't notice. Out in the sun, you wouldn't notice. But in a dark space, it's a soft light. So I have to ask, is it like a white light? Or is it like, because when I think of nightlights, I always think of like those kind of like dim teal ones. Oh, see, I was imagining sort of like a soft, almost yellowy light, uh, much like the golden moon. Ooh, yes. Um, just like that soft, good yellowy orange. Like um, like the old sodium street lights, like that kind of thing, but not as, as bright. Nice. Just nodding excitedly. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see that so... there's... Oh, sorry, go ahead, please. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I see that there's other stuff about the ward, too. Would those be defined yet, or I guess we'll just sort of leave those out for now? Um, oh, like the things they always have on them and stuff? Yep. I feel like I've just been talking so much. Um, oh, it's so fair, though. Okay. Um, Why would you not? I would speak volumes about my nightlight of a child. Mm-hmm. But also, it's fun to think that... Uh, they were gifted along with items, at least. Yeah. Um, I think that... Um, I think there is a cap too large for their head that's tucked in amongst the blanket, like this wonderful, big, sloppy knit beanie kind of a vibe with holes for their ears to poke through. And... I think also in there is a... There's got to be like a little stuffy in there. This will please Sunny. I think it's like a little <laughs> firelight. A little firefly stuffy. Oh. Hell yeah. Just, 
Like this little orb. You know how that way like you get with kids like soft toys, there's like simplified. It's like a almost like an orb of a firefly plushie. It's just like it's basically circular, but with like little floaty little wings on the back and it's just that good kind of material they give babies to chew on. Nice. Yeah. I will give the child some kind of appropriate star or moon-related themed name later. Very good. I'll have a dream about it. Well, Theo will have a dream about it. Um, Source, I saw it in a dream. I was going to reference, I think I might, um, because I saw it recently. uh, I was talking to August about it the other day, actually. The um, Tale of Princess Kaguya. Um, Oh, yeah. But the the woodcutter just calls her princess. And I think for a while, and this is also a fun nod to a different version of Theo as well. Um, But I think for now it's princess until another name reveals itself. Very good. I think twos will sketch a commemorative picture of Theo and princess to hand over. It's not a carefully done thing, but the... Lines are enough of an impression to communicate what's happening, at least. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, finally. This is the sort of soft yellow glow in a picture that will actually let me copy. Like that kind of color. Nice. It's that very warm... Mm -hmm. It almost paints its way across the surface. Yeah. Hey, y'all. I think I know where the feast takes place. I think it takes place in the graveyard. Yes! Yes! (laughs) A good setting for a feast. No, it's great because, like, also, if the people are dead, it doesn't mean you can't apologize to them or reflect on things. Yeah. I love that. Just, like, these big, thick blankets being thrown down on the ground. And candles being lit. Um, I think it's lovely. And yeah. No other lights but it. the candles, too. I, I don't know enough about um, Dios de la Muerte. I don't know enough about it. Uh, I live a long way away from fucking Mexico, y'all. In case yeah. the accent wasn't a clue. Um, mm. But, like, I, I know it's not... Um, just a thing within Mexican culture that sort of, I mean, fucking Halloween has its origins going back like a night where you look back and you remember your ancestors and those you've lost. It's good shit, is my point. I like it a lot. Kids, if you're going to go picnic in graveyards, be respectful. Yeah. I think that's where the silence comes up too, which is interesting, right? Like mm. you have... This great grand feast, and yet it's totally mum, right? There's no one saying a word as they just take in the food and take in um, the atmosphere mm-hmm. of the graveyard. And the company that they have um, along with it, although no one is saying anything. Yeah, this is like coffee and contemplation. Feast and thoughtful thinking. I'm a smart man. Um... <laughs> But there's the shared meal, and then because the eating satisfies the stomach, and then you have the time to think about who you need to talk to, who you maybe should apologize for. And as the plates are cleared, 
people sort of go off in pairs or groups or people stay and go to specific graves but it's like everyone seems to know how much time needs to pass in silence and then uh yeah maybe Emmanuel sings like an aria or something just to like the the silence is over let your voices be heard like our oh, apologies be heard um yeah 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 i think somewhere among one of the more standing mausoleums rizzo would probably be sharing a drink with nobody but hmm. toasting to the grave is right by <laughs> love that hell yeah I'm curious to know, I think Theo has probably got their hands full with this new <laughs> this, uh-huh. this new baby they've been granted. Um, mm-hmm. But how's, how's everyone else taking this immediate feast and reflections? Uh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody bought out a, a low chair for Sunny to sit in so she doesn't have to sit on the ground. And she's no. just like, mm, yes, good, thank you. <laughs> preside over the festivities or no well, festivities is maybe not the right word there should always be a treasured like auntie type figure who is there just like holding court as it were mm-hmm. and there's also something about like the firelight being there like maybe there isn't they don't usually have a firelight there at Reflection Day. Ooh, that's a very good point. And there's there's something about, like, Sunny being there and, like, Emmanuel does the, the blessing that now we can talk again. And Storms, Stormy lights up. I almost said Stormzy. I'm like, nope, that's a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different guy. Um... And just sort of like the children like swarm. Just we've all seen pictures of capybaras with like babies of other species, right? That's part of what makes capys so good. Is like they're so fucking chill with everyone. Yeah. And just the visual of all these like small burrowers burrowing, like all just like happy around sunny and the light that stormy provides as their parents reflect and make apologies and do the work of reflection i love it nice i love capybara <laughs> friendly capybara um do you oh yeah you, with your discord username of capybara can you're a fan <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's very good. It is extremely good. What about Parker? I think Parker is um after after everyone is allowed to speak again, um as people have broken off into groups uh to say their apologies to each other and to those have passed um i think parker goes 
off on his own and finds a quiet place with uh, a plate of apple slices and a dollop of honey. And he sets the plate out and sits down next to it. And I think what he's trying to do is trying to listen to what's going on around him, what people are saying, and also trying to listen within himself because he knows CD's around here somewhere, but Sonny's right. He needs to find a way to reach out to her. And he's going to sit in silence and absorb what he can and try to find a sense of her spirit and leave this offering for her to maybe entice her back. Like, he's pretty sure that she's not far away, but... You know, he doesn't know exactly where she is, and that bothers him a little. And I think he's also going to apologize for, you know, for losing track of her. And I think after a little while, he's not going to get an answer tonight, I don't think. But I think that after he gets up and dusts himself off and heads back to where everyone else is, uh, and then comes back the next day to pick up the offering plate. Um, there is a single bite taken out of one of the apple slices and all of the honey is gone. Oh, very good. Wow. How about, uh, have we heard from Tuesday yet? Yeah, I think for Tuesday... They probably spend most of their time, like, amidst the people, not necessarily speaking with them. Um, they do have some conversation here and there, but uh, this is a celebration that they don't get to see a lot of. Um, it's not the normal one for this month, for where they come from, at least. So I think they find a good perch somewhere. Um, and as people come by and chat with them, they'll, they'll talk back. But, um, more than anything, I think they catch snippets and bits of people passing through as they converse, as they apologize, um, just recording a little of what's said. Obviously not the ones that are out amongst the headstones looking for silence, but, um, definitely of the ones who are more open to it, um to speak aloud amongst others what their thoughts are just to sort of capture both sort of the mundanity and also sort of the ceremony of the day uh, and record that down as part of the travels and part of something that they can reflect on themselves as they go down the road later. I think just as dawn, like as, as the, because I like the notion, like, the feast style is after sundown and all that good shit. Mm. Um, 
and there's the dawn. The the sky starts getting that good pre-dawn quality to it. Um, that where it just starts turning that different color. Theo uh, steps up next to um, where Tuz is perched and um, quietly just says, Good night. Ooh. Well, about as good as listening could be, which for this I'd say, plenty good. They smile. Finally found a moment to put your new one to rest. Sort of tilting their head. Uh, Theo turns a little bit and um, the baby is like in a, a sling. Like just uh, on their back, fully asleep, drooling oh. a little on uh, on Theo's shoulder. Sort of. Uh, she wouldn't let me put her down, so uh, improvised. That's probably for the best. Not too many quiet places to lay a babe for the moment. You'd be surprised what good nurse maids bumbles make. I would be surprised, considering I've heard them stir up a little bit of trouble here and there. Bali is not an example by which to judge other bumbles. Bali is a law unto himself. He'll click his beak with a bit of amusement. <laughs> Did you get everything you were hoping to here? Oh, you know me. I don't think I ever get everything I was hoping to, but I think I got enough at least, and I'll be satisfied with that much. I was like, are you sated for the time being, then? Until we make the return trip back through, I hope. I'm going to start doing my round, make sure nobody's wandered off that shouldn't. Sure. Just before you go, though. Um, mm. And he'll kip up off the spot where he's perched. I mean, I'm not getting impatient. I just thought it'd be good to check. How much further is this pasture that you're guiding us to? Please. Well, I've not taken this route before. Hopefully, a couple of weeks. Max. If the roads are good. Well, even if the roads aren't, the company sure is. Flatterer. He'll lightly batter Theo with a wing, though not so much <laughs> to wake up Princess with. I can just bap him in the <laughs> face. It'll be fine. Well, I got all my things packed up, so when we're ready to leave... You can find me on the trail waiting for you. Your friend coming with us? Ooh. Would, would Neri come with us? Because I think Tooze would have asked. If she'd been asked, given everything, also it's reflection day, if he asked in the morning, it might be a different question, a different answer than if he'd asked her before, you know? Hmm. I think he probably would have asked in the middle of the night. Um, She would have said she needed to think about it, but when the group is ready to go, she'll be there as well. Nice. Hell yeah. So yeah, he'll head round back from his perch, grab the wagon full of stuff that he has, and sort of toss his book in before pulling the tarp over. I think I've got someone to sort of get ready for the travels anyway, so. Don't take too long getting your herd rounded up now, huh? 
It's kind of squinty a little bit. It's like, I'm not the one we're ever waiting for. <laughs> okay, guilty. But it toddles off. And how are Sunny and Parker taking the morning? I think Parker's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and, you know, they're, they're a whippersnapper. They can get by on like an hour or two of sleep and be cheerful the next day. So I think maybe, depending on how Sunny is, they might be opposites. Um, I was going to say that Sunny's probably like sipping tea... Not, like, wide awake, but, like, I don't think she's miserable. Okay. Um Old people wake up early. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Ooh, I think with the morning, then, Sunny would probably also find Norwood nearby. And I think they were up through the night, so they're a little bit ready to head to bed, but... Uh, along with everything, the sort of outfit, probably like a bit of tweed, um, nicely sewn pants. They also would have a candle dish on top of their head with a candle that's burned all the way down. So they'll saunter over like long night. Well, plenty spent lighting the candles among the headstones. Put one up here, too, just to remind me how long I'd be taking, and I didn't think it'd be the whole time, but, well, you sort of get lost in it after a little while. That sounds exhausting. Oh, you find a rhythm in it after a little bit. Well, here, why don't you have a nice cup of tea on me? Ah. No, I wouldn't have to ask if I waited around looking sad enough. <laughs> <laughs> What uh? What a strategy. Worked on you, didn't it? Wow. See if I ever be nice to anyone again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you going to be here much longer, Sonny? I don't know. I... I know we got a pretty important mission ahead of us, but we also got a newborn, so... Oh. We'll have to see... We'll have to see what the the shepherd, the, the herder, uh, how they're feeling. I did hear a little bit of that. From the lamplight of the lake, even. They adjust their spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I like to keep busy, you know. Uh, so I don't imagine we'll be here. For a very much long time, or longer time, us here. <laughs> right, right. Don't want to get too far behind the seasons. If you're in the dead of chill by the time everything happens, well. They shrug, but then they'll sort of... There's a glint that plays across their glasses as they lean in. Speaking of which, about that young one, do you want my advice? I am always... Ears for advice. I think that young one will have quite the interesting diet. <laughs> think about things growing under the moon when you're feeding that one. Huh. As always, you are mysterious, but I will. I will take that into consideration. 
Just make sure you pass that on to your shepherd friend of yours. <laughs> Absolutely. The the damn thing's so cute, huh? You'll just get sort of a, a titter back in response. <laughs> right, well, you just gave me a cup of something good, so I think I have a little event under the roots to get to, now that I've had a little pick-me-up. The after-after party. <laughs> oh. What a busy man you are. Or a busy them you are. <laughs> <laughs> you can always join. And your friends can too, if they care for it. But, well, that depends on how long you want to get laid over. Well, we'll have to think about that now, won't we? Do think about it before you go. What What's happened at this after party? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are better told seen than heard. Damn it, Grandma wants to go to the after party now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a waggle of the eyebrows as oh, Norwood yeah. just disappears into the warrens. Damn that owl. Well, she can always stay and follow us a little later. <laughs> she's the, she's the firelight after all. She's not going to get lost. <laughs> yes, but it's my duty to guide you. And sometimes that means doing things you don't want to or missing things you don't want to. Wistfully watching after the owl. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we depart? Let us depart. I think it's time to leave for other pastures. Literally. Alright. As we sally forth, we can hear the strains of Emmanuel's instrument and his voice. The ruts among the roads will lead our party to its end. The branches and the willows cover up the light and din. The gathering, the roiling of kith among the roots, all eager for a cleaner place to hang their dusty boots. We raise our mugs together as we light along the lake, our spirits risen up among the drinking vows we take. The stillness of the air that hides the surging down below, as the season closes in, the workers stand here, toe to toe. And Emmanuel will tip an imaginary hat towards the door, in acknowledgement of the verse that Tuesday gave him. Me just waving my arms wildly. <laughs> I'm hooting. I'm hooting and hollering. All right. So this has been Wander Home. I had a lot of fun. I hope y'all had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. This is just vibes. I love it. What a cute game. I just feel very chilled out. Yeah. In a very, like, yeah. I just feel very happy and like, mm, yes. It was a very Ooh. chill game. Yeah. And uh, I have been August. Uh, you can still find me on uh, Twitter and Blue Sky at Harpy Dora, uh, on Tumblr at Strange Harpy. Uh, and playing with me today in reverse order has been Jade. Hello. This time I'll be able to say it and hopefully not be choking. I'm on the internet at jadoxedrose. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, TikTok, Blue Sky. Look, I got some good branding in. It's jadoxedrose in all the places. Uh, if you go to my Tumblr or my Twitter, you can also find the 
link to my GoFundMe for top surgery. Hoping to do that early next year. Any help is much appreciated. Hell yeah. Uh, we have also been joined by Corey. Hi folks, I'm Corey. You can find me again on Twitter at Endless Musings and on co-host at Missy Nim. Uh, I'm just so relaxed. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, we have been joined by Anya. Hey, I'm Anya. You can continue to find me nowhere. Yes, queen, give them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Disappear. <laughs> Fade amongst the woods. I'm also relaxed. Anya just peace out into the mist, like, No, I have to return yep. to the sea. Um, the mist is yeah. on the sea. Fair. My brethren, they will revolt if I do not return. Yeah. <laughs> they will storm the beaches and reclaim you. All right. Let's clap. Let's clap. Oh, it's clapping time. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!